Have no fear. You are definitely in the right place, and it is absolutely the right time because we're coming at you with a spoiler-free, quick-fire review of Army of Thieves. Joining me today is my escape driver, master hacker, and safe cracker all rolled into one. It's Justin. What up, Jayla? Wow. Jack of all trades. I love that. I love that. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> I am doing well. I'm excited to talk about this movie, a movie that no one asked for, but you know what? It was it was absolutely fun. I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. So, you know, and I think um, just like an action film, uh, it is only working together that we can pull off that which needs the pulling off. So without further ado, let's get right into it. After charming audiences as the wisecracking hero Dieter in Zack Snyder's zombie blockbuster Army of the Dead, Matthias Schweighufer takes center stage in the film's prequel, which he also directs. Ditching the Undead, Army of Thieves puts a modern spin on classic heist films with European flair and an unlikely love story. Army of Thieves chronicles the harrowing adventures that transformed Dieter from a sheepish German bank teller named Sebastian into the badass safecracker who becomes a fan-favorite character in Army of the Dead. The film will be available on Netflix on Friday, October 29th. As always, a huge thanks to Netflix for the early access so we could let you know whether you should check this out or avoid it like a zombie apocalypse. Now, if I remember correctly, our favorite part collectively of Army of the Dead, uh, and maybe it was the only thing we liked, was the Dieter character. Yeah. Um, and, but and in that movie, I found any of the heist aspect, especially his safe cracking, really underwhelming. Whereas this, it was so much better. It definitely takes center stage. Uh, so for me, just to start things off, I thought the heist element of this was so much more improved over Army of the Dead. Yeah, the heist part was was properly executed. This was more of a heist movie than Army of the Dead was, and I think it was trying to be a heist movie. This was full-fledged. Dieter, I liked how they really pulled out of him more of an appreciation for the art of the locksmith. Like, we saw that in, in Army of, of the Dead, but in this movie... But only kind of. Yeah, we, we really get a full-fledged appreciation for that, and and I liked it. I, I, I he was He was still absolutely hilarious and he commanded the screen uh i thought he was he was he was charmingly delightful if if you will that's a innate thing to say um but you know i i enjoyed i enjoyed his presence on screen like there you know he was known for shrieking like a a little girl in in uh army of the dead at when when things happened and there was a couple times in this movie when that happened and i was just was like laugh out loud so you know what like you know anchoring it with him the delightful part of Army of the Dead. I think it was smart for them to do that, and and it made it more enjoyable. I I couldn't uh, agree with you more. Again, as you said, he just he's got such a lovable presence that you just want to root for this guy so much. And so, you know, and and even like you said, how the 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 art of the heist in this movie, and he's he's like a painter, delicately applying brush strokes to a canvas, and so. Again, not to harp on another movie, we've 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 already got a review of Army of the Dead, but just that whole element that they set it up that he's so integral and that cracking into the safe is going to take so much skill and effort, and you see almost none of that throughout the movie. Whereas in this time, he gets multiple shots at multiple safes, each one more elaborate and complicated, and so just to see him gaining the confidence to tackle these challenges throughout the movie. Again, he's it's, he's a true underdog, uh, immersed with these criminal these professional criminals and here he is you know very out of his element and so that fish out of water aspect was so much fun for the character and they really leaned into that fish out of water like there's moments when he's even like how did i do that 
Like he's he's just surprised, right? So, you know, he he's starting to see that there's more to him if he just believes in himself to just do these things, right? Um, which I think is is a story that, you know, as elaborate as this one is, I think anyone can really connect with, you know, just trying to believe in yourself so that you can do the impossible. Yeah, and I mean, not only did he star in the movie and absolutely command presence in every scene he was in, but, you know, he directed it. And now, this isn't Schwiegkufer's first film. I uh, I didn't know that, but he's got about four or five directorial credits uh, to his name on IMDb. Um, they're all obviously uh, foreign films that we just wouldn't have the chance to see over here, but... I thought he brought a real flash and, and pizzazz to his work. I mean, he looked like a seasoned pro in terms of the action. I thought the action scenes were really, really crisp and well-directed and greatly paced. Well, I think it also helps that you have Zack Snyder producing this, right? Like, I think that that's going to play a huge influence in terms of just even just that mentorship on set and, and even just that opinion as a producer that just to have that in the ears 100% a director has their hands all on everything but I think some things that they might not necessarily have so much of a grasp on will be left to others I could see that being the case here but I could also see him being ambitious and wanting to really get in there considering the fact that he is in some cases performing some of these stunts uh, you know it might be hard to be in two places at once so you might have you know, your second director or, you know, someone else kind of lead the charge in terms of making sure that's executed, but knowing what needs to be captured as as a director. And I could definitely see some of the, those action shots being relegated to more of a B unit. And so maybe that is the case where he focused on more of the character centric shots and they brought in somebody who just was bring like uh, the chase scenes were exhilarating like yep. i was i was worried yeah the action characters. was top tier i i totally agree i think i think it fit well and and in in some ways that is the continuity to army of the dead as well right on top of obviously the character the world the zombie apocalypse everything that's in there but you know this this action this sensibility of action and this choreography that kind of feeds into what army of the dead had going for it again another connective layer I, I i wanted to really shout out though and and obviously this is spoiler free but the way they did sound design and played with the elements of sound and framed it around almost like dear to superpower of ability to hear things with this whole process of what he's learned i i really liked that it, it really highlighted what sort of a trait someone like that cracking into safes would need to have so I, I loved how they they really kind of played with that throughout the movie where, you know, they just they're they're layering in sounds and you're you yourself are like, did you hear it? Did, did you hear that? Did you know, did you catch that? So you're very much in the same place as, as theater. And and these really subtle sounds that he's relying on are almost right. very juxtaposed with loud crash bang action that's going on at the same time and so it really does create a really cool back and forth of this loud in your face and then very very quiet subdued and you're almost leaning in trying to hear the clicks of the safe with him yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh another huge shout out i thought uh nathalie emmanuel um i'm most familiar with her obviously from game of thrones uh, uh people know her from the fast and furious franchise uh but i really thought she was really, really charming here. Well, the relationships amongst all of the cast, from Karina, played by Rubio Fee, to Gwendolyn, played by Nathalie Emmanuel. And uh, who else do we got here? We got Brad Cage, 
played by uh, Stuart Martin, and Guz Khan, who plays Rolf. And I really, I think, really liked Guz Khan as well. Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the dynamic with all of these characters. I, I do think that some things were a bit stretched, if you would, in terms of the dynamics of those relationships. But yeah, I think Nathalie Emmanuel did a fantastic job with her action scenes. She performed more action in this movie than she did in in Fast and Furious and and you know hopefully we'll see see some of that trickle over into that franchise of, of her comfortability but I don't know I, I kind of found her performance just very generic and typical to how she's usually acted I mean I'm going to agree with you because the movie's far from perfect um, right. I think I think we were more pleasantly surprised with how much we did like it not we weren't going into this expecting one of our favorite movies of the year or anything for so sure, our expectations sure. were pretty low and, yeah. and so the fact that it met that was really nice but again not everything did work in the film. And you mentioned some character relationships. I think there were just even some characters in the movie that, yeah. while I think you were supposed to dislike them, it was all in like the wrong kind of way. In wrestling, we call it go-away heat. Whereas, you know, a heel <laughs> or a bad guy, you're supposed to want to root against them because they're so good at being a bad guy. Whereas in this movie, some of the bad guys or your antagonists, you just wanted them to go away. Right, you know, they, right. It was like, get off my screen. I'm not having fun where you're, when you're on as much as I am when Matthias or uh, uh, Nathalie are on the screen and, and you know, bringing a lot of fun chemistry. Right, I, I totally agree. I think I think the dynamic of the group was fairly interesting, but the surrounding characters were definitely lacking. And I think that really connects back to story. You know, the story isn't, you know, fantastic. It, it, it seems like things weren't necessarily flushed out and, and things just sort of happened for convenience purposes, you know, for the purpose of moving the story forward rather than there being any sort of connectivity uh, to to bigger points. Yeah, and I don't think it's I don't think it's a spoiler to say essentially they are trying to pull off a whole bunch of heists and they just end up finding the perfect guy who has a, a a knowledge at least of the safes that they are looking to crack into and it just it's uh, one stop after the next it's a very convenient trip for them uh, as they sort of work their way through their their plan here so yeah I would certainly say that the uh, there's a simplicity in the writing that d didn't go unnoticed yeah and it just didn't seem as plausible for something like this heist movie and you know like a heist movie we won't give it away but there is a twist but that twist was very underwhelming. I f yeah, it didn't. It didn't pack that third act punch to sort of wrap everything up. Yeah, it's not like Ocean's Twelve twist, right? Like Ocean's Twelve, like wasn't really a great movie. But when you get to that twist, you're like, okay, right? You know, you see him. I mean, dancing. that's what those, those that's what those Ocean's movies did better than most heist movies Absolutely. of the last fifteen, Absolutely. twenty years. Yeah. And so, yeah. anything does feel like a a bit of a knockoff or a weaker version of, say, those movies. Unless you're Nate and you didn't like those either. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But but also, like, it's a trope. It's a trope of these heist movies where it's like a heist on a heist on itself, right? Like, we've we've seen it even, even this past uh, uh, What If with the Star-Lord uh, T'Challa episode. It had very much, uh, you know, that, that sort of heist vibe, but then it was a heist on a heist sort of thing. Like, there was another sort of thing that needed to be accomplished. So it's to be expected. But I don't know if that one landed as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like the, the, the main problem I had with this movie is just how conveniently placed everything was, and there didn't really seem to be that much of a challenge or a threat. Well, and perhaps, you know, considering it's written by Zack Snyder, just like Army of the Dead, did he 
have an idea for one movie that he tried to split into two, perhaps, and therefore there just wasn't enough story or sub substance for two full-length movies, you know? I'm, I'm just not sure. Well, that's, that's the interesting question about this whole movie itself, is how does it fit into this whole army of dead idea? Because this is an offshoot, like, a, you know... This is an offshoot of of that world. It's a spin-off, if you will. It's a side story. And obviously, if you haven't seen Army of the Dead, uh, you know, we know what's gonna happen with this character. So it's like, how far can they really go? I don't know if I'm just giving it away. But really, at the end of the day, this is this is just to breathe more life to that character that was in that movie. And it did a good job at that. But other than that, I don't really know what else can be done with this character or with this story. Because we, I think, based on what they've shown us, we know that these events happen relatively early before Army of the Dead, right? So right before the breakout has sort of a time obviously passes from the start of the breakout, which is going on here, to the, the point that we join them in Army of the Dead. Exactly. Certainly. Yeah. But exactly. I'm, 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 I don't, I'm not too worried about spoilers for Army of the Dead because. I'm not sure many people are going to check this movie out that haven't, they haven't already seen, seen it. That's true. You know, like you're, yeah. you're, you don't have that big draw, which is falling in love with the Dieter character in that movie. To yeah. even well, that's that's true. That is 100% true because that's why, and I think collectively, like you said at the top of the show, that's what drew us to wanting to, to, to watch this movie, right? He was the highlight from Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead was okay, but, you know, he was the highlight of it. And, you know, we're invested in seeing what this story is about and how it can breathe a little bit more life into into his character. So this is an example of maybe a, maybe a quick sort of story that Zach might have written that someone elaborated on into a screenplay and t flushed out a lot of the details. Of course, we don't know. You're more than welcome to come on the show and explain to us. Uh, but, you know, I think if it is just an offshoot, if it's just a spinoff, We'll get other ones in other capacities outside of that, and and who knows what that's going to look like. Interesting, cool. interesting. But I think honestly, I think the two of us were rather surprised with how much we enjoyed the movie. Just given the is it really necessary sort of mind frame that we had going into it. But like any good heist, it's better to get finished and get gone before you get caught. Uh, so before the coppers show up to halt our well laid plans, let's wrap this sucker up. Uh, why don't we give our final thoughts on the movie and we will rank it out of five ring cycles. Um, yeah, I, I would say to your point, Kevin, like how you mentioned already, the selling point for us was that Dieter was the highlight of Army of the Dead, which is why we checked this movie out. And we had pretty low standards. But coming out of this movie, I really feel like this movie was a, a stylishly done heist movie with, as you pointed out, European flair. And it kind of is charming because you really connect with Dieter's character and his sort of fish out of water mentality of, of being new to this world and, and learning more and how his passion actually fed his inspiration to want to succeed and, 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 and just what he was able to do. I like that they gave more life and breath to, to this side of Zack, Zack Snyder's zombie world and this character. And it's interesting to think about how they can do more spinoffs. Uh, but with that being said, with this movie alone, I feel like it did what it needed to do. I think if you go in, you'll have, you know, have reasonable expectations. It doesn't have the greatest story, but it's charming and there's some really great performances. I'd give this a 3.5 out of 5 ring cycles. Yeah, we're, we're like a team of bank robbers. We're on the same page here. Um, honestly, if you went into Army of the Dead 
hoping for a zombie movie with a heist element. You, you got a zombie movie, whether it was the type you wanted or not, but you didn't really get that heist movie that we were promised. And so this certainly delivers on that promise. And it really does, you know, even if it were separate from that Army of the Dead universe that's been created, it gives you a great main character, a pretty fun team that he works with, and a pretty solid heist movie, even if the story's a little lacking. I think if this movie's done anything, I want to see Matthias uh, Schwiegufer um, in a movie, that in a well-written comedy, because I think he just brings so much natural charm and charisma that even with dialogue that didn't quite meet my typical standards, he, he made it funny. And so right. imagine he got to work with some actually really yeah. funny dialogue. I think he'd yeah. be... A star, I think he'd, he'd become a, a star over here uh, in North America. And so, again, if it's given me anything, it's hope that we get to see him in some meteor roles in the future. Uh, but, yeah, really pleasantly surprised with uh, the fun, quick, brisk pace of the movie. Kept me engaged for its two-hour running time. And uh, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. So I'm going to give this uh, very similar to you. I'm going to give it a 3.6 out of 5 ring cycles. And there you have it. Another quick fire review is in the books. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and leave us a glowing review. And maybe, just maybe, we'll tell you the secret location of a safe to crack for your very own. <laughs> well, probably not. But uh, in the meantime, we want to know, were you hoping to revisit the Zack Snyder universe more than we were? Uh, and how does this film compare to Army of the Dead? You can let us know at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com, or if you're more of a new-age computer hacker than an old-school safecracker, hit us up on Twitter at GeekcentricYT and on Instagram at WeAreGeekCentric. Uh, and also, guys, just a, a reminder, as always, we have so much content. We've got our spoiler-free review for Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho, as well as our spoiler-free review for Marvel's Eternals. Justin, everyone listening, I appreciate you, and until next time, keep it geeky. Thank you.